You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. For the season previews, we're doing one topic a day, then one American League team and one National League team. Today's episode, I'm going to look at home runs before previewing the Houston Astros and Los Angeles Dodgers. After yesterday's Detroit Tigers and Colorado Rockies fiasco, this should be much more positive. Uh, So let's take a look at home runs. Uh, In 2020, uh, there were 2,304 home runs hit in Major League Baseball. Over a full season, that's on pace for 6,221. In 2019, there were 6,776 home runs. Now, you can take a look at uh, the work of Meredith Wills, a brilliant astrophysicist who has uh, been checking the the balls that Major League Baseball has used and the the slight changes they make that uh, lead to uh, these giant spikes in home runs. And so 2019, as I said, 6,776. Well, 2018 was 5,585. Uh, so the home run uh, number of home runs jumped by more than 20% uh, in one season. Uh, 2017 was 6,105. 2016 was 5,610. So there was a big jump from 16 to 17 as well. Uh, 2015 was 4,909. Uh, so that that's almost up by 15% going uh, from 2015 to 2016. Uh, 2010, 4,613 home runs. Uh, in 2000, there were 5,693. Whoa, whoa. Uh, different eras, right? We we uh, remember the uh, the performance enhancing uh, era in the in the '90s and certainly into the early 2000s uh, when uh, there were home runs being hit at a rate that uh, is much more familiar today. Uh, and then go back to 1990, uh, so 30 years ago, uh, home runs 3,317 in total. Uh, that's you know about less than half uh, the rate in 2019, a little bit more than half of the 2020 uh, rate over a full season. And so how does all of the, this kind of change in, in home run rates, how does this affect fantasy value? Well, at this point, you almost have to try if you're going to somehow avoid home runs. There are just too many players who can hit you 25 or more home runs in a season. Uh, in 2020, there were 88 players that hit nine home runs. Uh, which would prorate to more than 24 in a full season. At 88, if you have a roster that has eight players with at least 25 home runs, you might be competitive in the category. You know, you also might be around average, depending on the depth of your league. So almost everybody can hit home runs, uh, and and that you know makes it it's it's not a um, it's not a rare commodity uh, unless. You know, you don't hit 25 home runs. Maybe you hit 45 home runs. And, and that's uh, where we can differentiate, I suppose, is that there are still players who are at the high end of that spectrum. Uh, and so the the leaders over the past three seasons, number one is Mike Trout. He's got 101 home runs. And, you know, you're already going to be taking Mike Trout uh, in high in the first round anyway. Uh, but part of the reason is because he's uh, become as good a power hitter as anybody in the game. Uh, Cincinnati Reds third baseman, Eugenio Suarez, has 98 home runs. 
his batting average kind of went in the tank last season, but uh, remains, you know, a huge power threat at third base. Uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, you know, the the DH uh, has 94 home runs over the past three seasons, and you know he's. Uh, getting on in years, but he still manages to hit home runs. And so uh, there's sort of a one-dimensional value uh, if you have to plug Cruz into a DH spot in your lineup uh, and you're doing it because he's going to hit you home runs, uh, that, you know, you've, it's almost hitting the nail on the head in a way that you don't get to do it with uh, other players quite quite as directly. Uh, Christian Yelich for the Brewers had 92 home runs. Uh, and that's coming off uh, a disappointing uh, 2020 season. Nolan Arenado uh, for the Cardinals at third base has he has 87 home runs. Uh, all of those were hit with Colorado, obviously. Uh, as I discussed uh, uh, in the RBI uh, portion of, of a previous podcast, you know Arenado's uh, numbers obviously got, got a boost uh, in Coors Field. Uh, you might uh, want to ding him a few points uh, heading into the 2021 season because. Uh, as, as you see him up here at the, the top end of the home run uh, chart over the past three seasons, he's probably not uh, legitimately uh, that dangerous uh, a power hitter. Now, you know, he may still hit 30 home runs uh, for St. Louis, uh, but probably more likely to be 30 than 40. Uh, and then there's Manny Machado, uh, third baseman for San Diego, has has 85 home runs. Uh, he's a pretty consistent uh, power hitter, uh, Dodgers center fielder Cody Bellinger has 84 home runs over the past three seasons, uh, and and that's last season was a little disappointing for Bellinger, um, partly because he he had high expectations after he was National League MVP uh, in 2019. Uh, Trevor Story, uh, the Rockies shortstop, 83 home runs uh, over the past three seasons. That that puts him in uh, pretty rare company. Uh, Max Muncie of the Dodgers, a first baseman, uh, but also eligible at second base, which for fantasy uh, purposes is uh, that that that's where you get your most value is uh, if if you can uh, afford to put a power hitter at second base. Max Muncie is uh, a top end power hitter. We'll we'll discuss him when we get to the Dodgers portion of of this podcast. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, of the Phillies also at 82 home runs over the past three seasons. Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. has 81. Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez has 79. Oakland A's first baseman Matt Olson has 79. Now, you know, I've gone through a bunch of guys there who are kind of high-end picks anyway, like Jose Ramirez and Ronald Acuna Jr. are high first-round picks. Uh, Harper would go relatively early. Uh, Matt Olson uh, is somewhat of a specialist uh, that, you know, you, you don't have to use an early pick on Matt Olson. Uh, he might be somebody that you can get in the middle rounds, uh, and he still might get you 30-plus home runs. Uh, then a couple more of the the leaders. Uh, Houston's Alex Bregman has 78 home runs, uh, and the the now Mets uh, shortstop, uh, formerly of Cleveland, Francisco Lindor, he has 78 home runs over the past three seasons. And so, uh, in in Bregman's case, uh, he you know was his career was on a, a massive ascent, uh, and then last season kind of hit hit a bump in the road. Uh, so we'll see wh- whether or not that power returns in 2021. In the case of Lindor. Uh, he's you know, become more of a power threat at the, at the plate and less of a base-stealing threat uh, when, he, when he does get on base. And so you, you can kind of see that evolution in his game. But being able to hit home runs is not necessarily a, a specialist kind of skill. There are uh, a lot of players uh, who have the potential to hit home runs. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly, you can see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. So let's take a look at the Houston Astros. This is uh, an interesting team, uh, but maybe one of the more challenging teams. Uh, and first up, uh, in terms of value uh, as hitter, is third baseman Alex Bregman. Probably goes in the second round. Uh, he was an outstanding player in 2018 and 2019. Finished fifth uh, and second in MVP voting, uh, respectively, in those two seasons. But he was pretty mediocre last season. And that didn't do anything to dis- dispel the notion that he, uh, he may have benefited from the trash can alerts uh, in previous seasons. Now, that may not be fair, uh, but you know you probably would have felt better about Bregman if he had the same kind of production last season as he did uh, in previous campaigns, right? Uh, shortstop, Carlos Correa. Um, probably not going as high as the second round, maybe somewhere in the you know, fifth round range. Uh, he had an unimpressive regular season in 2020, uh, but he sort of showed in the playoffs that he can still uh, get the job done. He had six home runs, hit 362 uh, in 13 playoff games. His main issue uh, has been staying healthy because uh, for the most part, when Correa is in the lineup, he, he is a productive hitter. Uh, he doesn't run as much as you know some of the elite shortstops, uh, but you know you could easily have a season uh, where Correa hits you 25 uh, home runs, provided he stays healthy enough uh, to do that. Uh, then there's D.H. Jordan Alvarez, speaking of uh, health issues. Uh, another guy who should go relatively early, uh, but he only played two games last season uh, before he needed knee surgery. He's still working his way back from that. Uh, but in 89 career games, he has 28 home runs. There are a very small number of players. Uh, I, we talked off the top about how many players might hit you 25 home runs. That's a lot. The number of players who could expect to hit 40 in a regular season with potential to maybe get 50 well, that's a much smaller group, and Alvarez is in that group. Uh, his health is a lingering concern, though. Also, kind of in that range, second baseman Jose Altuve. Look, if Bregman did nothing to dispel the notion of, of cheating as the cause of his success uh, with his mediocre 2020 season, Altuve put a flashing light over his head, uh, saying that he couldn't hit without a little extra help. Uh, his 2020 season was easily his worst in the major leagues. Then, he went and hit 439 in the American League Division Series and American League Championship Series. So maybe he does still know how to hit. Uh, the Astros are probably one of the most, most complicated teams when it comes to evaluating 2020 results because they were a team that had real reasons to have their performance scrutinized more than normal. 
Uh, and Altuve's performance makes that answer about as clear as mud. Uh, you, you might have a hard time uh, passing judgment on, on what happened in uh, a 60-game season, uh, but can you eliminate what happened in a 60-game season based on a 13-game playoff performance? Uh, I, I really don't know. And so I think my expectation is, uh, in the case of both Bregman and Altuve, is that they will probably be uh, productive in 2021. Uh, but, you know, there, there is at least some element of doubt, and that probably moves them down uh, the draft order just a little. A right fielder, Kyle Tucker, uh, has, uh, you know, maybe not doesn't go quite as high as some of those uh, more proven Astros, but he's a talented player, 2020 potential, uh, and last season was the first season in which he played even more than 30 uh, major league games. So we don't quite know what, what you're going to get uh, out of a full season of Kyle Tucker, uh, but there is a chance that he goes 20-20 or 25-25, uh, and that uh, that's pretty enticing. Uh, left fielder Michael Brantley is kind of a, a mid-round uh, pick. Even though he doesn't hit for much power, over the past four seasons, he's hitting 307. Uh, that can make a difference. Uh, and so particularly his batting averages kind of continue to to decline. Uh, if you have at least you know one consistent outfielder who's going to hit you 300 plus, uh, that there's definitely some value in that. Uh, now, go into the later rounds, uh, and their center fielder, Miles Straw. Uh, with George Springer leaving, center field uh, opens up in Houston, and Straw, uh, who has a grand total of 224 career plate appearances, um, may get may get the shot at it. Uh, he's in that time he's hitting a, a pedestrian 246 with a 649 OPS, but he's also 16 for 19 in stolen base attempts. If he plays a full season, you know, could he swipe 40 bags? Maybe uh, 30 plus would certainly seem uh, a reasonable expectation, but. Uh, that also requires him to play the full season, and, and I don't know that we can uh, just bank on that. Still, if you're looking for steals later in your draft, Miles Straw is probably worth uh, worth considering. Uh, first baseman, Yuli Gurriel, uh, another kind of late-round option uh, to play corner infield. Uh, he's cr- had a career year in 2019, but he struggled in 2020. You know, the, not, not the only one of the Astros to, to have that story. Uh, but... You know, do you expect him to bounce back at age 36 in 2021? He might, uh, but uh, I think the uncertainty uh, means he's going to be a late round uh, pick. Uh, catcher Martin Maldonado is probably not uh, used on on draft day. Uh, maybe in, if you're a deep uh, two catcher league, maybe I guess. But you know, he does have some power, but he's also a career 218 hitter, uh, and so even at catcher, that that should be a non-starter. So let's take a look at uh, Houston's pitching staff. Uh, they've got some some quality options, but uh, they're minus one uh, with Framber Valdez uh, suffering a, a finger injury and, and requiring surgery, and that's it's likely to keep him out for the entire season. That's uh, that's a big loss. Uh, Valdez uh, sh- showed you know some pretty quality potential last season and and could have been a, a really nice value pickup uh, in in drafts this year, but. Uh, appears that's not going to be the case. So uh, who are the best uh, options for Houston? Let's try Zach Greinke. Uh, you know, maybe goes in the fifth or sixth round. Uh, and look, his, he had an ERA of 4.03 last season. That's a little high. But he had a 2.80 fielding independent pitching. That was his lowest since 2015. Uh, so if uh, that lofty ERA uh, maybe drops his his value a little bit, uh, there's a chance that uh, Greinke could give you a pretty good return 
on on where he gets picked. Uh, also, uh, starting pitcher Lance McCullers probably goes in in around that range, fifth, sixth, seventh round. Uh, McCullers has lots of potential, misses bats, uh, and he managed to stay healthy last season, which that's sort of first and foremost uh, for him because he's he's had some uh, injuries that have you know basically decimated uh, whole seasons. Uh, he has lots of upside, uh, but still has some risk because of injury or uh, some inconsistent performances. Uh, then a little further down uh, the list, you, you can get uh, maybe some sleeper candidates uh, for Houston. There's Christian Javier, who who runs the risk of being overrated because uh, when they, the Astros called him up last season and, and he kind of got plugged into the rotation uh, in the wake of Justin Verlander's injury, uh, and he ended up with a 3.48 ERA and a 0.99 whip, which is fantastic. Uh, but Javier also had 4.84 fielding independent pitching, so he, he was awfully lucky. And uh, I don't don't think you want to, uh, you know, get too excited about the uh, the ERA and WHIP uh, when you see fielding independent pitching that much higher. Uh, but at the same time, if you're in the later rounds of your draft, it might be worth seeing whether Javier can uh, can duplicate his uh, initial success. Uh, also, there's Jose Urquidy, uh, who does have potential. Uh, he hasn't had a whole lot of uh, experience, though. He's pitched 70 and two-thirds innings in the majors. Does have a 3.44 ERA and a 1.06 whip. So, you know, there's something to, you know, w- worth hanging your hat on a little bit. Uh, but also, given his lack of track record, that's probably a later pick. Uh, then there's closer, Ryan Presley. Saved a dozen games last season. Uh, and in 104 games for the Astros, has a 2.19 ERA, 0.92 whip, 12.1 strikeouts per nine. Totally fits. Uh, the profile of uh, of a closer, uh, and given that the Astros should be a competitive team, uh, there should be ample opportunity for Ryan Presley to to get you saves. Uh, then uh, the Astros have signed Jake Odorizzi, and this kind of ties to the Framber Valdez injury. Uh, Odorizzi got rocked in four starts for the Twins last season, but he was really effective uh, in 2019. He had a 3.51 ERA, 1.21 WHIP, 10.1 strikeouts per nine. He won 15 games. I mean, I don't know that you necessarily expect that uh, exact stat line again, but uh, I, I think that you're more likely to be closer to that uh, than than what happened with Odorizzi in four starts last year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Major League Baseball is on its way. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. There are real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so that Astros team has some... Uh, quality options uh, for fantasy purposes. Like I said, the last one we did was uh, Detroit Tigers and Colorado Rockies. There were not many options uh, to get too excited about, but the Astros have some. The Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, believe it and believe it, uh, they have uh, a whole a whole boatful uh, of great options uh, for fantasy. And we'll start with right fielder Mookie Betts, uh, who probably goes second overall, maybe third, uh, but he's consistent and excellent uh, and hit with more power last season and does have a a 30-30 season to his credit. And you can probably 
you know, pencil him in as a threat for that this season. Those are the kinds of numbers uh, you can count on from Mookie Betts. He'll hit for a high average as well. Uh, and hitting at the top of the Dodgers lineup, he might score 120 uh, or more runs. So there's uh, yeah, tons to like about Mookie Betts. Imagine trading that guy. Uh, <laughs> then you could go to center fielder Cody Bellinger, who's probably a late first, maybe early second round uh, option. He didn't live up to his, you know, 2019 MVP uh, production, but he's also a 25-year-old who already has 123 career home runs. Uh, so, you know, Bellinger could could easily uh, come come back here in 2021 and, and hit 40 plus home runs and uh, you know put up big numbers across the board. Uh, shortstop Corey Seager, uh, who's had some ups and downs in his career, but uh, probably is looking at about a second-round pick uh, this season in fantasy. He he had the best season. Uh, of his career last year, uh, and and then uh, went and hit 328 with eight home runs and 18 playoff games. So uh, he was basically riding high all the way through. Uh, then you can move down a little bit. Uh, those the guys are, you know, elite options at, at the top of the board. Uh, catcher Will Smith uh, probably goes a little earlier than the middle rounds, maybe eighth round or something like that. Uh, in 333 career plate appearances, he has 23 home runs. Uh, hitting 268 with a 937 OPS, anything like that uh, is elite at a catcher at the catcher position. Um, and now you don't know whether he can do that over a full season. That's kind of a couple of seasons combined, and uh, and you don't know how many uh, plate appearances he's looking at in in a full season. But uh, you you can see those numbers and and uh, envision a world in which Will Smith gets you. Uh, 30 plus home runs. Uh, and if he gives you a decent batting average along the way, then, uh, giddy up. That's a, that's a valuable player. Uh, third baseman, Justin Turner, uh, you know, maybe a ninth or 10th rounder. He's got some pop. He'll, he could hit you 20 plus home runs. Uh, but his big advantage comes, uh, from batting average over the past four seasons, Turner's hitting 307. Uh, you know, just as we talked about Michael Brantley, uh, for Houston, uh, Turner has, you know, similar qualities, maybe a little bit more power. Uh, but the fact that he can hit 307, uh, over a four-season span uh, makes him pretty reliable in that category. Uh, then there's first baseman uh, Max Muncie. Uh, you might go in the middle rounds uh, for Muncie, uh, or maybe sooner. But he hit 35 home runs in each of his first two seasons with the Dodgers, uh, was on pace for 32 uh, last season by prorating his uh, numbers, uh, but he also hit 192 in 2020. And so uh, the batting average is a risk, uh, but uh, Muncie also has the benefit of being uh, eligible at second base. And so the multi-position versatility uh, does make him uh, a little bit more valuable. Now, speaking of multi-position uh, eligibility, Chris Taylor, uh, who who may get uh, a lot of the reps at second base, uh, but he can also play in the outfield. Uh, he's a veteran utility guy who has some power and enough speed uh, that if, if he gets enough playing time, uh, he might have he might have fantasy appeal. And, and you know maybe hits tw- twenty home runs and steals fifteen bases. That's that's not inconceivable. Now second baseman Gavin Lux. You know these these are sort of later uh, options to take for the Dodgers. And you know Lux is twenty three years old, hasn't done that much in the majors yet, uh, but his minor league production suggests that he'll be able to hit. Uh, and so if he ends up getting you know regular playing time at second base, you know Lux could have some value too. Uh, left fielder A.J. Pollock uh, is 
you know, was outstanding in 2020. He had 16 home runs, had an 881 OPS. If he gets enough playing time, uh, Pollock and manages to stay healthy, uh, like he did in 2020, then Pollock uh, could be uh, a pretty nice value pickup. Uh, you know, there are so many guys on the Dodgers that are, uh, you know, high, highly uh, touted and uh, going to go early in uh, drafts that uh, Pollock uh, may slide under the radar there a little bit. Now to the Dodgers pitching staff, uh, where again, uh, blue chip options uh, abound. And we'll start with Trevor Bauer, uh, who was deserving winner of the National League Cy Young Award. Uh, I guess the, the question is, will he keep up that spin rate uh, in 2021? If he does, uh, you know, the, the numbers could still be great, but also his batting average on balls in play. Uh, you know, no matter no matter what he does with his spin rate, uh, it's not sustainable to uh, have the batting average on balls in play so much lower uh, than, you know, any other year in his career. So we'll, we'll see uh, what happens with uh, Bauer in a, in a full season uh, in 2021. Uh, but I, I would have, I guess, some hesitance uh, on buying him at, at full retail prices uh, based on based on his Cy Young Award in 2020. Uh, now, he's also kind of right in the range of a couple other uh, Dodger starters. Uh, Walker Bueller. In the past three seasons, he started 61 games for the Dodgers, has a 3.03 ERA, 1.00 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine. A lot to like there. Uh, is, as long as Bueller can stay healthy, uh, he's you know an, an early pick, whether that's uh, late first, early second round, that's probably about right. Uh, then there's Clayton Kershaw, uh, who's probably still a second round pick. He's not Pete Kershaw anymore, you know, the guy who was a Cy Young contender every year. But in the past three seasons, has a 2.78 ERA, 1.01 whip, and 9.2 strikeouts per nine. You know, that'll, that'll play just fine, thanks. Uh, now, uh, you move on to, say, the middle rounds, and David Price is still out there. Uh, he sat out 2020, but if he manages to stay healthy, uh, probably will have fantasy appeal. Because, I mean, if you're getting regular starts for a Dodgers team that should win a lot of games, uh, there will be fantasy appeal. Uh, then there's Julio Urias. Uh, who's never pitched 80 innings in a major league season, but he was effective last season, great out of the bullpen in the playoffs. Uh, I think it's just a matter of how much of a workload he's going to have uh, to determine what kind of fantasy value uh, he ultimately has. Uh, You know, he could be great. Uh, The question is, you know, is he great in 120 innings or uh, or would be in 180 innings? Uh, I I would hazard a guess it's closer to the first than than the second. now that you know, you go through that top five, and th- there aren't any teams who are going to, you know, compare favorably against the Dodgers' top five. But it gets worse when you look at who the Dodgers have at six and seven. They've got Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin. Uh, they're pitchers who would be mid-rotation or better starters for at least half the teams in baseball. Uh, their fantasy appeal, though, is going to be tied to just how many starts they can get uh, in 2021. You know, if if Price gets injured and, and they need somebody to get, you know, regular turn in there and they, and they plug Gonsolin in, well, then, you know, Tony Gonsolin becomes immediately valuable. And uh, because of that, guys, May and Gonsolin are probably worth speculative uh, picks uh, in your fantasy draft. Even if it's later, uh, the upside there is, is pretty great. Uh, then to the bullpen where the Dodgers have Kenley Jansen, uh, who's not as dominant as he was earlier in his career same time, uh, he's reliable. 
and, and should have tons of opportunities to close for the Dodgers uh, and and should accumulate a bunch of saves. And that's that's really all you're after uh, out of your closer. If he can manage to give you decent uh, numbers otherwise, great. Uh, but the, you know, the difference-making uh, part of a closer is, is that he gets you saves. Uh, and if behind Kenley Jansen, they got Blake Trinan and Bruzdar Gratterall, you know, the Dodgers shouldn't have much trouble uh, finding someone to be able to close games for them. But, uh, but Jansen is one of the more reliable uh, veteran closers around. Uh, and in addition to all those options on the mound, also kind of keep your eye out uh, for prospects Andre Jackson and Josiah Gray. Uh, you know, the Dodgers uh, just, you know, they have they have so many assets, it's ridiculous. Uh, but Jackson and Gray uh, may be Major League ready at some point in 2021. So that will do it for today. We'll be back tomorrow. More stats and team previews. Uh, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey, show that I'm now hosting. Find these podcasts. Subscribe. Drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, please. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.